to issue number 140 of the Backyardy Funky Podcast. Wow! Uh, tonight we're talking about Ready Player One, uh, the the hit not summer blockbuster, fall or spring? It's spring. Uh, spring. Yeah, what are spring. You? Uh, let's let's try that again. The latest deliverance from Sprinter. acclaimed Hollywood director Steven Spielberg. Casey's really lucky he's the only one not in this room right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Um, but before we got to do that, let's let's go ahead and uh, see who's joining us today. As always, we have David Bear Menace. I can't cast that here. Uh, Jay's Mac. Hi, guys. It's Jeff from the Overwatch team. <laughs> TV's Casey. Yo. The Bad Cody himself, Sergio. Yeah, everybody listening out there, Google Play, iHeartRadio, soon to be Spotify, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thank everybody for tuning in, checking us out, and uh, just being there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Um, gentlemen, we, we don't have a lot of uh, current events to talk about tonight, but we have a couple major things. And I just want to put uh, the first one kind of out there. This weekend marks, and especially uh, specifically today, marks the first day of PAX East 2018. Um, so you'll notice um, instead of having about four or five different panels on the overlay, if you're watching at twitch.tv slash Funky live on Thursday nights, um, I got these three very handsome gentlemen in front of me in this room right now. Um, and then I have Casey off in New York. Where they're doing Wink. So we have PAX. We're covering that uh, for next week's podcast, which will actually be on Sunday. Uh, so if you want to turn in live on Sunday, uh, stay tuned to the Twitterverse, the Insta fields, whatever, uh, and we'll let you know what time that's going to go live. Um, so that's why we're also tired. That's why I can't like hold a thought in my fucking brain right now because we've been one day and we're really fucking old and that's it. Oh, uh, bye. <laughs> So, I mean, we're really excited to, to be there. Uh, we're super honored to be going as media again. And that's all, all thanks to our fans who watch the show um, live and tell their friends and, and go to backcurryfunky.com. There's also another big uh, kind of thing that happened for video games specifically. And I know uh, Casey knows a lot about that. So why don't you fill us in on that? Well, you know, I've got my finger on the pulse of this one, Greg. Uh, yes, you do. The you PlayStation. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that doesn't mean I'm not jazzed about it because this looks like it could be the greatest Spider-Man game of all time. Fair. Whoa. Now, unlike a lot of superhero properties, Spider-Man might be among the only ones that has like a really great movie and franchise games all on their own. Um, from the PS1 Spider-Mans to the movie ones that came out on basically every platform in the early 2000s. There's something about the character that makes some solid games, and the newest outcropping from Insomniac, I think, is shaping up to be yeah, really Insomniac. cool. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that they're really focusing on, or at least showing off, is the alternate costumes you can either unlock or get as DLC. And some of the ones we've seen so far, other than the main suit, which looks uh, interesting, to put it nicely... Um, mm. Casey doesn't like the white spider on this. I face. really don't care for it. It's no. <laughs> it's not it's not great. Um, mm -mm. But turns out you can play as your classic red and blue Spidey, which is probably what I'll do right out of the gate if given the mm -hmm. option. Mm -hmm. um, they have Spider Punk, which mm -hmm. is Prowler from an alternate reality, who has some sick AOE guitar action. Um, I see one report of Venom, which I don't know if is either Venom or the symbiote suit. Possibly both. Who's to say? 
Uh, the Spider-Man Noir costume, which is a Spider-Man that uses guns and fights mobsters in the 20s. Um, oh, and the Infinity War Spider-Man, uh, Iron Spider-Man armor. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's really cool. Like, yeah. I'm, I I was um, kind of paying attention to the Twitter a little bit today while walking around uh, at PAX. And uh, IGN posted a 13 suits we want in the next Spider-Man game. And it's like all the predictable ones. I thought it was pretty yeah, funny. The, the, you got your silver spider armor. You got your yeah. both superior Spider-Man suits. Yeah. Um, what other ones are good? The well, they slingers. Didn't do the silver, they didn't do the silver one. They did um, They did some. Like, they did a lot from Spider-Verse. So they did like the giant robot Spider-Man. Oh, Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah. They did like yeah. a bunch of crazy shit. But like, I was just like, come on. Like, I know you're going to say <laughs> from the movie from um the upcoming movie i know you're gonna say miles morales uh, miles morales i know you're gonna say spider ham like i know you're gonna do these things so okay, your your 1602 spider-man your captain universe yep. spider-man yeah you know any anybody who's interested in basically seeing what every kind of spider-man option you might get in this game punch on over to the marvel wiki and look at all the spider-men from different universes yeah it's just a ton of fun yeah um, um the the collector's edition uh, was also kind of announced too, which looks very interesting. Um, it's you got your steel book, you got your um, your your full game right. You got like a couple other things, but there's a statue that's going with it. Um, and with the statue, what I found interesting is they haven't revealed what the base of the statue looks like yet. Interesting. It, it just says coming uh, announcement coming summer 2018, and uh, it it says raft on it. Which okay. I found, yeah, which I found pretty particularly kind of cool. Um, so that's that's kind of latest on Spider-Man. Um, official release date, uh, official collector's edition, official suits. I'm getting pumped because now Offici- it actually seems officially official. Officially official. It now seems like this this game is is actually <laughs> coming out. It seems like to me. Um, and the other thing, I know there's a new Incredibles trailer. Just a little, kind of a little, kind of a clip show. Yeah. Uh, it focuses on Edna Mode, who was a lot of people's favorite kind of side character in that movie. She's the designer of all the superhero costumes and has given comic book culture maybe one of the most famous design choices ever, which is no capes. No capes. <laughs> no capes. No capes. They get stuck always, in things. Yeah, they get stuck in all kinds of things. Um, yeah. But the cool thing about the trailer is that it's a bunch of real life models and fashion designers like Heidi Klum or Kendall Jenner talking about Edna as if she's a real person, you know, who they've met on tour and at different fashion shows and things like that. Um, Which is neat because in this world, she has like a 30 plus year history as like designing for these gods, you know, in in human form. Um, We do get a little bit of new footage where we find out that uh, Elastigirl's, you know, new really cool black, red, and gray outfit is not designed by her, and she's extremely upset. <laughs> um, so it'd be interesting to see how that plays out, especially if maybe she has a more expanded role in this movie, which I absolutely wouldn't mind seeing because Brad Bird is killing it as yeah. her, as always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever he does his little cameo things, he always does a really good job. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, everybody's got really high expectations for this movie. Even though the first one is an absolutely, some might say, impossible act to follow. Or fantastic act to follow. I was setting uh-huh. you up for it. Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. hoping you'd, you'd go for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. If you haven't seen The Incredibles, 
take the time and go and see it. It's one of the best superhero movies ever made, and in, at least Greg, in my opinion, the greatest Fantastic Four movie there ever was. <laughs> I mean, the competition's all, not all that great either. No, but you know what? Don't the fact that movie. it's not even... It, it's a better Fantastic Four movie than the licensed characters yeah. <laughs> upon which it's based. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's a very fair point. Um so cool. That's pretty much all the, the current events that we have for uh, for you guys for this week. Let's just seamlessly transition into Ready Player One. Now, with with every movie that we kind of talk about, you know, you guys know I love hearing about what your expectations were going in. Um, so for this, I haven't even heard anything uh, from Jason about this movie. So I want to start with Jason. What were your expectations going into this movie? I had no idea what this movie was going to be about. Really? I had no idea. Yeah, like I, we talked about it when the trailer launched, when we when it was announced, but I had zero expectations about this movie, which is the way I wanted to keep it. Right? My best friend, when, who I went with, he was like, "So, what's this movie about?" And I said, "I don't know. I just let's go." Okay. Video games. Players. I know there's one of them. Yeah. I was like, I think it's got to do with like you know full dive VR and. It, and it's video games, dude. It's just like, let's go fucking watch video games on, on a big screen. Yeah. And so we did. And I was, I gotta say, I was, I was surprised. I was happy to see what the future might actually hold. Because I would like to live in a video game. Dude, seriously, yeah. man. When, like, Sword Art Online came out, it was like, yeah. oh, my God, I want that. Yeah. Just, like, jack into, like, a full immersion of virtual reality. You could just get lost in it. Yep. You know, and after and after watching Ready Player One, it's like God, I need a VR now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the or, thing. Or like, better I, than I, all those things, The Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, no, I just this is a movie about what real life can be hacked into. Yeah, yeah. Um, going on the other side of the coin, Casey, I know you read the book. Are you and I the only ones who read the book? I technically didn't read the book. You I listened. Heard the book. <laughs> I told you I did. I read the first chapter and I couldn't get past that. So then I, I got the audio book from Audible. And Audible, yeah. we should really partner with Audible so I can put a plug right there. Um, yeah. Narrated by none, none other than Will Wheaton. Uh, pre- that's Wheaton. Pre- President Will Wheaton. Wheaton. I think there are millions of people who didn't watch, I mean, who didn't read the book, but still went to go see it because oh, yeah. it, it, it made bang. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, yeah, the movie is also absolutely better than the book in almost every way. And you know what? Like, I, have I, a co- I have a coworker who, who read the book and Hot said this. take, then. Well, well, I mean, we'll first search, finish this point, and then, we'll, well, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that later, me and you. We'll the hottest take. Yeah. The hottest So, yeah, I had a coworker who, who, who read the book more than once. Yeah. Because really liked it. Heard the movie was coming out, yeah. saw the movie, and yeah. I was like, what'd you think about it? And he was like, wait, what did you think about it? I thought that was pretty good. I'm like, what'd you think about it? You read the book more than once, you really liked it. He goes, I think it was better. I think the movie was better than the book. Wow. I was like, you don't really hear that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't ever really hear that. No. Like, like, people who read the Game of Thrones books are like, oh, the book. Like the book, oh, sure. the book, the book, the book, the sure. book, Harry Potter, books, Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter, the books, the books, the books, and then this one it was just like I so I've heard that from multiple people yeah. that the movie is better, and I was like, wow, like you you'd never hear that from like huh. something that's based on. So I, I think a lot of it goes to the book isn't terribly well written to begin with. It's yeah, got really exactly. cool. Like the whole time, like I was kind of listening to it, I was just kind of like, this is a movie. <laughs> he just he just wanted to make this a movie, and I think a lot of people shot him down. Video games, so the movie, the book. Yeah, and then some scrub named Steven Spielberg kicked it up. <laughs> Steven um, Spielberg. No, so um, but Casey, what was what were your expectations kind of going into this movie? Well, so my I originally really liked the book when it came out because I'm its target demographic, being a 
white male obsessed with all kinds of pop culture between slightly the ages. Overweight. Yeah, sli- no, slightly larger than probably you're <gasps> comfortable with. Uh, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. I'm part okay, of this. Okay, yeah. Too. Let's join the slightly overweight club. It's slightly hey, overweight. everybody! It's the slightly Bad County Funky schnoz. Podcast, the slightly overweightest <laughs> podcast on the internet. <laughs> I mean, we technically are. I always aim for one, an hour fifteen. We always go an hour thirty. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah, yeah. I am in every way the target demographic of this book. Yeah. There's no bones about it. So it comes as no surprises when I first read it. I really enjoyed it. I got ninety percent of the references that they turn out in this book because I love all the same stuff. I love a good story where the good guy gets the girl in the end. I love the takedown of an evil corporation. All kinds of fun stuff, Easter eggs, cameos, that sort of thing. Reading it in hindsight with an open mind from other people, like people of color, women, really anybody Literally who's, anyone else except you. Anybody who's <laughs> not gay, like, wow, look at this garbage, laden with cliches, yeah. poor writing, inconsistent editing, I mean... Looking at it again, the book is a total mess. Yeah. But, so, my perspective on the book had really changed before the movie came out. I was kind of excited about the movie because I really just wanted to see all this crossover nonsense. And, you know, there was all that meme traction where it's like, Ready Player One, it's the most anticipated crossover event in history. And then people are like... Yeah, but remember that time that the Ninja Turtles crossed over with themselves three times in one yeah. movie? Yeah. You know? Um, so the bar was set very low. I've always had the highest esteem for Spielberg, no matter what kind of genre of movie he's doing, no matter how middle of the road sometimes his stuff is. There's no doubt that the man's a master of cinema and he's absolutely captured real magic on screen. Uh, and I think that that translates well here, especially with all the stuff he's ever had to juggle, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it was one of those things where I listened to the audiobook specifically because the movie was coming out. If the movie wasn't going to come out, I probably wouldn't have bothered. Um, and there were a lot of, a lot of scenes that I think I grew attached to, uh, two, well, one plot point in one scene in particular. And I was kind of disappointed to see that they didn't, pan out in that way and they or they got shortchanged uh, so specifically i'm talking about um well the the part where um what's her name artemis gets captured yeah and in in the book you you and i both know that it's wade that gets captured and but it gets like, captured on purpose it's on purpose this is very like meticulous laid out plan where he puts himself into so much debt that uh ioi wants to like under a false identity too that IOI wants him to go into there. So and then he does. And then pretty much the rest of it is as they lay out. Right. Yeah. Um, they infiltrate. They kind of do all that stuff. Um, but I find it very like I don't mind that it was Artemis that got captured. I mind that it wasn't part of a nice laid out plan. It was just kind of like, a, oh, I got captured. Oh, well. yeah, now, now she's got to kind of be rescued. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a bummer. And the other one was obviously the, the final fight at the end. Yeah. They really were you were you were you upset that there was no Ultraman? I didn't mind that part as much. I just wanted more giant robots. And actually, I think the, the Ultraman part actually made sense for why it was a limited time. That yeah. he could be that that large. Because Ultraman activates on a limited time. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like little things like that um, that were interesting. Also, 
actually you know, three things i guess i'm thinking about it they didn't show the school at all well like a, they did. a brief glimpse yeah i saw at, it at Lutus, the beginning and they mentioned it too but this is that's such a big part of so for those of you um who kind of have not read the book almost the exact same thing as the movie except uh, think of even oasis as a little bit more limited in terms of fun so if you're poor in the oasis you can't even get off planet oh wow so for a huh. lot of it um Damn. Uh, yeah he was like stuck on the school planet and that's actually the first clue which is completely different in the book the first clue it turns out was located on the same planet where he went to school so and anybody could how, access it so anyone could access it and that's how he got to it so quick yeah and then from there he gets all that money and they can kind of go off world and do the rest of the stuff yeah it's also the the challenge itself is not a race he plays a game of uh atari joust well, uh, he, he has to go through a D&D. The Tomb of Horrors. Yeah, to, to get to the game of Joust. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then was, he plays Joust against the Lich King. Right, yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, race is yeah. much better. For well, like, like, I don't know. Like, the, the race was great. Like, I, I don't mind that they changed the first thing. I mind that they shortchanged the school completely. And he, it makes sense from a direction standpoint. Because, like, you can't have him looking like that. Because, like, my interpretation of... Their avatars, where they looked almost exactly like themselves, except just prettier. So, like a H being the major exception, obviously. Right. Yeah. 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 H being yeah, like H's reveal is like kind of the same in in the book as it is in the spoiled by the casting though. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know, Jason. What what do you what did you think? So, did you kind of like know that H was a girl when? When she started talking about how, oh, it could be somebody, you know, it could be a guy. And James, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave said the exact same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the here's the thing, the voice, like treatment that they gave to the character to the avatar. Yeah. That sounded exactly like the guy, the big guy in like forgetting Sarah Marshall, who like lists off all the <laughs> fish. You know, he's the guy oh, who's like, yeah. oh, you all are fucked in a yeah, yeah, like yeah. get him to the Greek like those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what his name is. I can't remember. But he's he's huge. I and can't believe it's not Craig Robinson. Well, yeah, it, well, he's got the same voice as that yeah. that actor, I right? Know, and yeah. all the treatment that they did to her voice in there, I was like, oh shit! Like I really thought it was a different voice actor for that character for that avatar and then when they revealed her i was like oh okay it's different and then i kind of heard her voice like when you listen back right? yeah but, yeah so that threw me off big time but i don't know interesting interesting yeah because that, that was the first thing i asked dave too because i knew that was coming because of the book and um actually my big i was because casey read it before i did so as i'm listening to it i'm like i told casey a couple of my theories which were completely wrong i thought that h was actually halliday and, and that why. that blew my mind when he said it because yeah. it would have made some degree of sense. Yeah, right. Um, like they play up a lot more things a lot more in the book because they have more time. Like this could have been two movies pretty easy if they actually kept some of the same pacing as the book. So like more money. If yeah, only, yeah. Too, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they knew this was going to make this this much money. No, not at all. If they did, I think they would have made it into a trilogy for sure. Um. But, like, the whole thing with um, Artemis, like, there's a point where she doesn't talk to him for, like, a year. And it gets real weird and a yeah, little creepy. It gets very creepy. I'm kind of glad they did change it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a lot of stuff. And where H doesn't he ends up not even um, talking to him either. It's some very interesting stuff. Like, 
and you can see why it got streamlined by Spielberg and uh, Zach Penn. Like you can see it, like a lot of it, but there's just some of it that are nice little nuances. And I, I think as like, like I'm not a huge fan of the book, but I think as like just like a enjoying it for what it was. In in any media, you get attached to these little details, and you can't separate from them, uh, yeah, even that, though like they're irrelevant ultimately. So, there will always be some little part of that book that'll stick with you. And if yeah. it doesn't show up, you'll be looking for it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's also kind of funny to note that Spielberg took out almost all the references to his films, except for the DeLorean and the T-Rex. Uh, and, well, that wasn't really him, but Alan Silvestri, Silvestri put in um, the Zemeckis Cube, the music for the Zemeckis Cube. Right. That was, that was about it. Those are the three that I found. He, it said that he let the DeLorean slide because he only produced the movie. Okay. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's very fair. Yeah. Um, I also love that his license plate was Parzival. Yeah. It was a nice little touch. It could have been anything, but it was his name. Um, guys, favorite scene? Ooh, that's tough. There's a lot of really, really good like spectacle scenes yeah. Yeah. in this movie. Let me narrow it down then. To make it a little easier to warm up to the favorite scene, favorite Easter egg cameo. You saw it and you were just like, "Oh shit!" The Definitely. Battle Toads. Battle Toads. Oh, yeah, Battle Toads. The, nice. I say Battle Toads. Yeah. I, I, love how, I love how often they kept showing the Battle Toads too. Like they kept yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also the, like the, the the Battleborn characters. Yeah, like there's, there's so there's, many. There's quite a few of them. Yeah. There's a good part like like of the roster for all of them. Like four mm-hmm. or five. I yeah, think. yeah. It's crazy. I'll say my the Easter egg that I. Tracer. It was Tracer. Yeah, it was, it was and I'll t- and I'll explain why though, right? Yeah. Because because I looked away from the screen for a second, and then mm-hmm. I heard Tracer, and I jumped, and I was like, "Fuck, where is she?" Because I play this game so much. Yeah. When I hear Tracer kind of blink, <laughs> I'm like, "Where?" Like, and I started getting like weird, and my best friend's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "You've never played the game. You don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, man." <laughs> she's having like PTSD in the middle of the theater. <laughs> yeah. She's everywhere and she's nowhere all at the same time. Yeah, so that that's that what that's what tripped me out. But I don't know, man. Like it was it was just cool to see everything kind of come together. Like like you said, like it's a huge crossover. You got to get so much licensing. Like you got to ask permission for literally all these characters. From yeah. yeah, but I mean it's Spielberg, so they're gonna be like, well, you're Spielberg. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I would love to see the movie or how they got all of this together. Yeah, how did you get all these time different to characters? Wait for that Blu-ray. Oh, right, Dude, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Right. Um, but yeah, man, like it was definitely, it was definitely Tracer or even like the kids when they were like doing, like when they were fighting, like when they, the whole battle was happening, yeah. you know, and then you see the kids like running around, like kicking and stuff like that. And all of a sudden you see all four Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah. I was like that. I really enjoyed. I, I definitely lost my shit when the Gundam came out. Yeah. Like, 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 even though like you saw it in the trailer and everything, I was just like, oh yeah. But it, it was like, like picture perfect Gundam. Dude. It was like, it was like one of the OG Gundams yeah. too. It's yeah. like the it's RX, the, like something, the whatever. OG like OG Gundam. Yeah. Dude, and uh, and it's crazy too because like especially the way he came about too, like he came in on the the uh, the uh, Serenity ship. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, 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 and like Firefly. and like he used the artifact that he won from uh, from that earlier thing, and then he took the form of a, and he like flipped into it, yeah. and then he, like did that that signature Gundam pose. Like everybody in my theater, including me, like cheered when that happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, look at that! Let's fucking go!" Like fucking <laughs> OG Gundam versus Mecha Godzilla. I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is this is what we're living right now." Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I, feel- I did not. I did not love Mechagodzilla's design in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the other thing that was really nice to see, though, was that you know Iron Giant. Like, of course, it stuck out, right? But it was a three D rendered animated Iron Giant and not two D. Like that, I think 
yeah. a lot of people missed at first, yeah, right? Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, that's a 3D Iron Giant. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, like with dent in, in head. Yep. Yeah. Gotta have yeah. a dent. It's like, yeah. it, there's two characters with famous dents. It's Iron Giant and Boba Fett. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And it definitely brought back all the feels of Iron Giant too. Like, like when you, when you saw him like fighting, you sort of like seeing him go down. You're like, yeah. no, he's building a bridge yeah. for him. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna be like Hogarth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just start sobbing. I was like, is he gonna blast up into the sky and like come back down on like Mecha Godzilla like Superman? I'm yeah. like, ah, I lost my shit. Just see yeah. the screw. Oh, they they yeah. already did the sick dive bomb kill move in Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. Yeah, true. that's definitely a giant. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but I love it when you do like the Terminator thumbs up. Oh, yeah, like, no! <laughs> yeah. And the Terminator uh, thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, there are a couple things like blinking, you miss it. Like, um, I was talking to you guys after we saw it, the uh, the Thundercats belt buckle. Yeah. yeah. I completely missed that the first time around. Oh, really? Um, and the Blade Runner um, reference where, I don't know if you guys caught this or not, when they have um the big bad what the fuck's his name bad guys sorrento they have sorrento and they like hack his feed so he thinks he's in the real world oh yeah um their eyes when they're in their real world persona uh, have that blade runner glow oh yeah 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 i didn't even think about that yeah, i didn't catch that until the second time around i was like oh shit yeah because uh, the first time i was just like so enthralled with the whole world <laughs> and the second time i was watching with like a little more of a discerning eye trying to pick her pick out what i missed and I was like, why is his eyes glowing so weird? I was like, oh, okay. There we go. Well played. Well played. Um, my favorite thing. Um, the Buckaroo Banzai suit. Oh, your God damn it. Your God damn it. Buckaroo Banzai. It's all your fault, Casey. For like five minutes. Fuck you, Casey. He was, oh, it was the funniest thing. Like People uh, were just kind of looking like, why is he still laughing? Like, this is wonderful. This is great. Dude, um, when I saw it for the first time, I was like, God damn, Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, <laughs> movie is not good. No, no, oh no, man, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's what I, I, happens I, when you put too many ingredients in a cake. Yeah, yeah. And I love, I love when Artemis is like, "Oh, Buckaroo Banzai." I love Buckaroo Banzai. I was like, "That's a goddamn lie." Nobody no, likes no, Buckaroo. No one likes that movie. She's like, "Oh, you can tell." My so Iron Giant was obviously my favorite character, um, but my favorite, I think, actual cameo thing was The Shining. Whole yeah, shot. that yeah. was a really. It it was just like they walk into the movie and all of a sudden the film just gets a different feel. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same exact like grain that the original movie had, and I was like, whoa, it was like unsettling too. Yeah, yeah. It turned yeah. into a thriller at that point. Yeah, this is getting creepy. Yeah, and like it, I think the cherry on top of it was that H hadn't seen the movie. Yeah, so like things that you should get creeped out of, like with, like two little girls, like you. He was just like, oh, hey, little girls, how, how do you get out of here? <laughs> and then everyone else is like, no, don't talk to them. <laughs> no, the, the hotel room. For me, it was the hotel room. Yeah, then he goes, what is it, 137? Yeah. Then he, he goes into 137, and then it's just like, everyone's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your, your bath, your tubby time. I know how much, you know, personal, like, like well-being can be. I'm just going to, oh, God, all right, I'm going with it. And just it's like, God damn it, you're making all the mistakes. Um, that part just really, and that that's why like I had so I had seen it before uh, Dave and oh. Serge came, but that's like why I wanted to see it with Dave so bad. I wanted to see his reaction to the shine, yeah, specifically. I mean, what I liked about that part also is like when the when the Sixers got there, they all just were fucking dying. Yeah. It's like, how are we doing? Well, if we just got to the shine, oh. we're just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> they're just they're freaking out. Yeah. They're just screaming, <laughs> screaming and dying. Oh, it's so good. It's so great. Um, all right. For real though, now we're warmed up a little bit. Favorite uh, part of the movie? 
Mm. And this isn't the same question, so really anyone can. Yeah. There's no movement vision on this one. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to call it a favorite part, but I definitely liked uh, Director Krennic's Avatar. Yeah, it was like a weird Superman. Vibe. Yeah, it was. He it was had like, the spin like, curl. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like it was like it was still a businessman, but jacked. It was like, like a Superman, like 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 M Bison yeah, kind of yeah. with like different arms. Hmm. And like, like, I wonder if there's like. I don't know, some, like, character design thought between the psychology of Sorrento and, like, why he chose that specific avatar. Because the first thing I thought was Superman because of the spit curl. Yeah, if he didn't right. have the spit curl, it could have been literally anyone. Could have been more bison than just in a suit and anything. Yeah. But that spit curl really gave it away. So, like, I'm wondering if when he was, like, kind of being a little bit of a poser and trying to be like, yeah, man, like, I like, I like John Hughes. Yeah, no, that's, I caught you, you almost got yeah. me. That's not him. That's Fast Times and Ridgemont High. I wonder if there's, like, a little bit of truth behind that. Because, mm. like, you know, like, everyone, like, was a kid at one point, and everyone had, like, likes and dislikes and was into pop culture. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if that's, like, a little peek behind the scenes. I don't know, because I think that's more, like, what he imagines, like, John Q, like, businessman to look like. Because, like, when you first see the Avatar, before he has the armor, he's just a guy in a suit that's jacked. Mm. Like, there's really yeah. no imagination to him but except, like, a little spit curl. The, the spit curl's so prominent, though. And the blue eyes. Yeah. But they would change. That's the other thing. They would change color for some weird fucking reason. Well, no, but we're going to get angry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still, though, it's like... It's just very interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, like, he could have been a businessman, but, like, a completely different hairstyle. Um, he still could have had, like, a beard. Like, there are things they could have done to make him not look like Superman. And he, he definitely had that kind of vibe to me. Especially since they've been using primarily DC superheroes, and I didn't see any Marvel guys in there. That's true. That's true. Is Disney this a didn't want to play nice. Brothers movie? <laughs> uh, but they, they use Star Wars references. Yeah. And actually, um, I think I was reading somewhere, I don't remember where, but that Spielberg was very cautious with the Star Wars references because you know, Last Jedi just came out. Yeah. And Hunt Solo is coming out, so he didn't want to like step on that. Like hype train a little too much, so he's very cautious. Hey kid, you want a Millennium Falcon? Right. He you have it. that? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he have that in the book? He no, he had an X Wing. Oh, you're right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He may have had more, but I definitely remember it, it was, was like X-Wing. a tri- it was a tricked out X Wing that he yeah. had in his like secret asteroid M meteor base or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, they cut out a lot of stuff. They cut out a lot of stuff now. When you really think about it, it's like, oh jeez. Um was the Ecto one in this movie? Uh, was did it? you see it? I did not I see it. I can't remember. No. Okay. No. I feel like that's a missed uh Yeah. Missed opportunity. Um Yeah, I mean my favorite scene is obviously the the shining. That that's just fucking incredible. Because I was not expecting it at all. Sure. Chucky. Well, I mean I, like Chucky I, a lot. I feel like <laughs> Yeah. I, I feel like favorite moment really has to go to the final battle. Because yeah. you're just you're overlo- like there's a lot of action, like, through the whole course of the movie. They kind of, like, evenly... Pa- like, Spielberg is awesome at pacing out his movies. Mm. But when you reach the final battle, you've got every player coming to turn the tide. You've got more cameos than you, you can shake a stick at. The music is all pumped up. Yeah. Like, it's just hit after hit after hit. And, and it all rolls into this really sort of sentimental conclusion. Like, the last 15 minutes of this movie are f- incredible. Yeah. Um... And, re- and really, like, as far as giant set pieces go, I would say that the final battle alone is really worth the price of admission. Like, you may not be big on CG over practical effects or something like that, but for a movie that 
is so ingrained in a virtual reality and trying to convey a message of fake reality versus real reality. It all comes together real nicely at the end. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. This movie could only be done in... Um, it's a spectacle. Computer effects. Like, yeah. there's no way like, you can do this practical and have it look as nearly as good as it did. Um, and I think they took really definitely, to your point, took advantage of the fact that it's a virtual world. So, like, I thought for sure that they were just going to put, like, people in ugly makeup and then unugly them mm -hmm. for the Oasis. Mm -hmm. uh, and they went the completely opposite direction. It's just, like, no one was really a human-looking, like, proper proportion avatar. Well... It was great. It was great to watch them like turn everything into an anime, basically. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, they had really big eyes, like this anime Full Metal Optimist that I. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah. I had to sneak it in there. Somewhere. You know, right now I'm, I'm close enough where I can hit you now. I know. So I'm just yeah, saying. You can. God damn it! You take my chances. Um, I think. Cocksucker. <laughs> I think there's two things. There's a couple things that really stuck out to me though that I really enjoyed about the movie. I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite scene. Like I like the entire movie because I love the idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, I actually really love the idea that Columbus, Ohio, was like the fastest growing city in the world at that point. Yeah. I'm like Columbus, Ohio. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, but I, I like the I like the, the stacks. Right. Yeah. The stacks to me, I would absolutely live in the stacks. Like, I don't care that it's run down and disgusting. Like, if I could afford my own little stack mm. among, like, all the others, I would, I they would are totally kind of buy cool. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like a cool, I don't know, it's a cool little crazy-ass community that they live in. But um, I, I'm just waiting for one to be one stacked too many before, like, because they don't actually have, like, a foundation. And it just, like, sinks into the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what was really cool was when... Artemis, her avatar got the birthmark on her. Oh yeah, you guys picked up on that. I thought that was really neat too because he like noticed it real quick, but they didn't really say anything about it. No, yeah, that was, um, yeah. was fun. Well, that was like a in the book. That was a huge thing. Her birthmark. That was the re like, the, and they played it. They said it in here, but the reason why she didn't want to meet at all was her birthmark. She's very self conscious about it. And huh. what I, in the book she looks exactly like her avatar looks exactly like herself without the birthmark. Oh, oh wow. Uh, what? Huh. So I was kind of bummed when you saw her. Like, she's kind of a weird alien anime chick. But then I kind of realized that her skin tone is the same color as her birthmark. Yeah. And I found that kind of, instead of, like, kind of hiding it, she just embraces it. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the virtual world. Everybody uh -huh. in this movie is, like, way more attractive than they than they are in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, like, I, I think the casting for Artemis in the real world was pretty <laughs> on point. Like I think she's a little skinnier than what they described, but that was about it. Like when I when I was like listening to this, and they already had the casting for the movie, I was kind of like, okay, I can see that, I can see this. Uh, Simon Pegg was the only one. I was like, really? That doesn't. I don't know. I didn't even know he was in this until the, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, same. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was even going to be in the movie. Yeah, he uh, he covered up his English accent like really well yeah. too. Like he like, and, and I know a lot of English actors can do that, but I was just like, because I think everything I've seen Simon Pegg in, he's super British, man. He's super British, yeah. yeah. So like to see him not do that, it's the same as seeing um, what's his name? Oh God, the guy he's from. God, Jesus <laughs> wow. I just shit myself. Um, he's in, he's in Marvel. He's in like um, God damn, he's a Black Panther. He's um, oh, uh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Martin thank Freeman. You. Oh my God, <laughs> I apologize. Bilbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Um, like he's he hit his in in Black Panther too. Yeah. Was, whoa, wait a second. Like, 
you shouldn't have that voice. Stop. Yeah, like he, like he sounds <laughs> good. Job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had like the the Hugh Laurie hard R's. I think that's that's just like the trend now that they all do. Like Benedict Cumberbatch did it too, and mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, they all go to the same yeah. acting school. This how you sound like an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you know, he he did a really really good job. I thought for sure. I don't know where I thought I read this, but I thought Sam Rockwell was supposed to play Holiday. Oh, wow. Um, and then when he did, he didn't show up. I was like, oh, okay. But I really liked. I don't remember the actor's name, but his portrayal was like, really, yeah, yeah. Like, like a lovable, like I don't know, just like a good dude all around. Yeah, slightly off, but like just completely, just like like I would want to just play video games with him. When he said the whole thing, like, thank you for playing my game. It's you know, it's not like he was like a little kid. Yeah. Like I felt something. I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, you it's for like, playing It's like when game. you beat Mario 64 for the first time. And he's like, I thank you so much for to play my game. <laughs> that's how it ends. And then you just hit the reset button. Yeah. Which is there. Yeah. Unless you want to get all the stars. And then, you know, you get Yoshi at the end. Yeah. 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 Um, I found it uh, kind of interesting that. You get Yoshi at the end? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait a minute. My whole life. I'm joking. My whole life. I was going to say, you really? Like, everyone knew that shit. Yeah, you get the stars, you hop on top of the castle. Yoshi's yeah. like, hey, what up, bro? Yeah, what here's a hundred Here's a hundred lives you don't need anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's to do in this goddamn game. Um, what I was kind of looking for the second time around that I find kind of interesting is I was watching, because we, we know at the end we find out that um, uh, Ogden, who's like the co-founder of the Oasis and was played by Simon Pegg, yeah. was secretly the curator at mm. the Halliday Museum all along. That caught me off guard. So I was actually watching the second time around his reactions, because like how much must that suck? Yeah, to like pull up all that old stuff over and yeah, over yeah. again. And like, you know... Fucking Parzival went in so much to watch that shit, and the curator watched it with him every time. Mm-hmm. It seemed like so. I was watching his face, and he like he reacted to the scenes that were going on. Like I was like, oh shit, it's a nice little like detail. And, like huh. uh, you know, if you're not paying attention, you you would never even see. It. It's, it's very subtle too, and I mm. I was hoping they would show a little bit more, but they didn't because in hindsight it would be too obvious. Um, <laughs> but like when they were talking about um, uh, Ogden's wife. What's her name? Karen? Yeah. Kira. 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 Yeah, but her real name was like Karen. Kira. Yeah. Um, Talking about Kira, and I was was looking to see if I could see his face and see if he react, and they just didn't show it Hmm. at all. Hmm. Um, Oh, the quarter in the book was way different. Well, we knew as soon as he got the quarter what it was. I knew it was going to happen, yeah. Mm. Yeah. In the the book, he plays a perfect game of Pac-Man on the arcade planet. It's funny, too, because he goes to the arcade planet looking for a clue, and he's completely wrong. Like The clue isn't anywhere near where he's looking. And then he just happens to like find a Pac-Man, play the perfect game, and he gets the quarter, which ends up helping him out towards the end in Mm. the exact same way that it panned out in the movie, which I found really fucking cool. That was like it was such a, like a very nonchalant scene. Also, just give him the quarter. It's like yeah. I we all pass off like oh give him a fucking quarter. Okay. Yeah. But then it's like you know extra life. We're all like oh extra life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when they're flipping that around, I was like don't that don't you know how valuable that is? Don't stop it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, least favorite part of the movie. Ooh, it's I hard to think. Yeah. I can't really think of a. Of, uh, I think all of it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
The least pe- favorite part that I have, right, is that this movie sometimes reminded me of Pixels. <laughs> that movie. And that was just infuriating me. The whole time. <laughs> I never I saw it. I heard it was really bad. It's so bad. It's so uh, <laughs> Never again. Um, yeah, I can't really think of a think of a downside. Like, uh, I don't I don't think it dragged too much. So oh, I, yeah. I was always interested in what was, was going on. Yeah. I can't think of something that really. I don't, I don't think anything annoyed me really. Yeah, I think I was smiling in this entire movie. Yeah, like I just could not stop smiling. Just being like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. I know that you know. There's a there's nothing that really like like I said annoyed me either. But there are some things that were actually really funny, like poking fun at this movie. Mm. I sent you guys a link to the video of the guy writing the song that got rejected, and it was just like, remember Iron Giant? Remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Remember Battletoads? <laughs> Right, and it just kept Ready going Ready player on. one. Yeah. <laughs> like that I thought was really funny. I was like, okay, yeah, I could see why some people are annoyed that it's just like a callback to mm, yeah. everything. Like, hey, remember your childhood? <laughs> uh, like, reading, reading the book is like getting a bag full of references and like getting hit in the face with a, like a book. Yeah. <laughs> like every time there's a reference, he like doesn't stop. And it's like, Jesus, okay. Like you you've got the DeLorean and you've got a Ghostbusters license plate and you've got an R2 unit in it and... You have the oscillator from Buckaroo Banzai. It's like, all right, I'm not, like I get. Yeah. You have a fucking super tricked out reference car. Yeah. Thank you. That's all I needed. Yeah. Um, for me, I've not a part of the movie specifically, but I think it's it's greatest. I think strength is also it's it's one of its biggest fall uh, flaws, and that's that Steven Spielberg directed it because I know the good guys are gonna win. I know no one's gonna die. I know. Yeah. Like, there there, um, there are no real. That's a good point stakes like some people die in it right like the avatar stuff like that but like what like the shithead like uncle-in-law or whatever step uncle dies cool like that's it um wait wait wasn't saving private ryan to see spielberg movie though it's a war movie though but still it's not, a, not a family movie like like think, look at war of the worlds this is a prime example i always go to that dude gets fucking napalm forrest gump dude that's not a family movie yeah it is no, it's not. What do you mean it's not yeah, a family, it's not a family, family movie. movie? I wouldn't consider that a family movie. That's not a family movie. Yeah. No. Like, War of the Worlds, I would, because like it's about a dude trying to save his kids. Yeah. Right? Getting through it. Like, <laughs> Forrest Gump is like a drama. Right? Uh, but like, Forrest Gump also was in a Spielberg film. What? Wasn't it? No, it's it's Zemeckis. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, what? really? Well, yeah, they are kind of doesn't count. almost interchangeable in some ways. Um, oh, I thought it was... It has the same feel. Zemeckis is a very similar director. Catch me yeah. if you can. Catch me if you can. <laughs> Christopher Walken Walking, dies yeah. in that He movie. does die Sorry in that movie. That's definitely not a family movie. <laughs> that too is a family movie. But like, like, so like, I knew, I'm going to like say a lot of like in the book stuff, but like in the book, uh, Daito dies. Oh, really? Like For real. For real. Like, and it's really fucked up. Like, it's a, it's a similar thing where they made, I think they made the same deal that they did with uh, Wade and um, they make it look like Daito committed suicide. Mm. They, oh, they yeah. literally grab him while he's still in the game yeah. but in real life and, and they throw, throw him out, out a window. window. Wow. It's fucked. And then Shoto or Show, he's called Shoto but his name is Shoto in the book um, he like kind of figures it out and like seeks out Wade and like they're not all in the same state. Mm. Like that, that just drove me nuts. It's like oh they all kind of happen. They're all to together. Together. Well, for the sake of the movie, it's all server based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, it. um, and it's it's uh, Ogden that kind of assembles the Avengers, kind of so to speak, and helps them out. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, they all they all shack up at his house. Yeah, and, and then that's the thing too is Wade uh, sees Samantha 
because she's a, the last person that he sees mm. he meets in real life he meets literally everyone else and like Artemis just won't see him until after it's all done so when she was the first one that they met that he met I was like ooh it's a weird taste right there because it was so yeah. it was it was like too played out in the book where it's like I get it they don't want to see each other yet and he's on. already kind of won her over yeah. by then yeah, yeah. like he gets the girl halfway through the movie yeah mm. It's very, very interesting kind of thing. I mean, like, yeah. it was very easy for him to. Because he's just like, oh, what? That, that beauty mark, who cares? And she's like, okay, I love you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, he's like, yeah, I know. Ooh, I'm, psych- I, I'm Cyclops shit. from X-Men, so it's fine. Mm. It's cool. <laughs> Do you think that this guy has been typecast? <laughs> as a guy who wears visors. Face? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's yes. like, that's him. He's got the nose and lower mouth that we're looking for in an actor. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, favorite character, original character in this movie. H. I really liked H. Like her, yeah. her oh, avatar. I, I love... Yeah, well, no. I'll let David. Yeah. Like, I would... If 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 I was in this role, that my avatar would look very, very similar. Just a beast of a thing that's like half half... Half robot, half like troll. That's what I thought for Dave too. Or half actually. orc, just like with more hair. With more hair, it's very yeah. hairy. A lot less more hair. torso. <laughs> Entirely missing torso. Entirely missing torso. Yeah. But but in my in my little like base would be like cat posters everywhere. Mm. Uh, anyone else? Uh, T.J. Miller's character. Yeah. I yes, I was, I was gonna say I that. Yeah, like he's so like un- like he's supposed to be funny, but. It was funnier than I expected yeah, T.J. Hell Miller yeah. to be in, in that. Because well, he played it so straight. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But he's like, yeah. oh yeah, my neck kind of hurts today. Like it, it. Like he wasn't outrageous like he is in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's I like, think. Whoa, it's, whoa, whoa, man! He... I got ten years of stuff on this character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I got ten years of stuff stuff inside me. Sorry. Like. Uh, yeah. T.J. Miller though. In the in the book, he is nowhere near as cool as he is in the movie. No, I mean, like here, he's like a bounty hunter, like merc for hire. Yeah. In the book, he's literally that jerk that rolls into a chat room and just starts talking in leet speak until somebody throws him out. Yeah. Oh. He's such a oh, tool. me. Wow. He's no. a huge tool, and he contributes absolutely nothing. Well, <laughs> he's, 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 he's still how they find out who Wade is, isn't he? Oh yeah, because he's like, oh, I know him. I hang out in his yeah, chat room. Yeah. <laughs> But like when I kind of saw like the the character um, like I guess design, I was like, oh, that would totally be like that dude would make that skin for his avatar, no problem. It's such a fucking tool bag. Um, Irock was also I think my favorite original character, just because he's just like the whole neck thing. Like he had such he had the most personality I would say out of all the characters, um, which is very interesting considering he had holes in his torso. Yeah. <laughs> literally see through. Um and yeah, that like that whole neck joke, it kept on coming back. Like later in the movie, it, um Sharon was like, How's it going? He goes, Oh man, like I really gotta think I gotta see someone for this. It's not because yeah. I mean with the kid. He's like, Oh yeah, sorry. And just like that stupid like TJ Miller cannot do a gravelly voice. And the fact that he tried so hard to do a gravelly voice it was even funnier. Was yeah. just even I mean, it worked. Fucking better. He's, st- he's still kind of like an internet tough guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, like, or when he goes into the uh, the nightclub and he sits down with Harley and the other two. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, closer. Get yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just well done. It was just well played. And you could like, still like see his face in like the avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, 
overall, because we're, we're getting close to, to secret question time, um, overall, would you rec- recommend this movie to someone? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a movie you should see in theaters. Yeah. Don't oh, wait yeah. till it comes to home. Yeah. Like, IMAX if you can. Biggest, like they say, biggest screen you can see this movie, like, see that movie. Yeah. I agree. Also, though, when this movie does come out on, like, Netflix or DVD, whatever... Like, this movie's going to have awesome replay value to it. Yeah. Much like any other Steven Spielberg movie, really. But, like, this is that movie that you can watch over and over again, I think, and just be okay with it. Um, or at least throw it on for background sounds so you feel nice and cozy. Is that just me that does that? Or I don't know if you can throw this on for background stuff. I couldn't. Like, <laughs> I'd have to watch it. If, if you yeah. watch the movie enough times, it could be background stuff. Yeah, like, there's this anime called... I'm doing it twice, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't me. I'm going for it. <laughs> I'm kind of optimist that I just turned. I've watched it probably seventy five times. Yeah, I've already watched it a lot of times too. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Give me your beard. You, you <laughs> no, can't have any more. Give me your beard. I'll transmute another one. Don't worry. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, all right. Speaking of, of transmuting things, it's about time for the secret question. Secret question. I always have to remember that there's a slight delay when I press that button and the music plays. <laughs> Note to sell, future Greg. Remember that. He's not going to. He's such not going to. He's such a dick, that future Greg. Uh, anyways, he has a lot to deal with, future Greg. So tonight we talked about... He's a lot to deal with. Uh, tonight we talked about uh, Ready Player One. We talked about uh, what we liked, what we didn't like. Specifically, we talked a lot about kind of the Easter eggs and what has shown up. Uh, gentlemen, my secret question tonight is pretty simple, pretty straightforward one. You probably maybe have seen it coming, but they can't all be winners. If you could choose one cameo, Easter egg, whatever you want to call it, to show up in Ready Player One that wasn't already in there, what would it be? Hmm. Oh, Jason's totally moving the most. Yeah. He's just stretching. Have an answer. He's just going for it. So since he has the answer, we're gonna look at Dave. <laughs> I don't have the an least. <laughs> I don't have an answer either. So I'm not gonna say the obvious. I will not say the obvious. I mean the best one. Oh. Can you fucking podcast? Hey, hey. Up, up. hey. Actually, that's one right there. Yeah. We're actually in the movies. We we play four of the Sixers that get stabbed to death by Chucky. <laughs> oh wait, can I have two? Yes, you can have to. Right, There's this anime. It's called <laughs> Long Try Hard. There's these two brothers. Oh, I wasn't even going to do that. That's so good. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's actually good. Let's go with that. Yeah, just stick with that one. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. It's tough, right? Because also a lot of horror characters were already in there. Like, yeah. uh, Freddy was in there. Jason was in there. Chucky was in there. So uh, I'm, I'm going to just do it and yeah, say yeah. it. Uh, the Ghostbusters, man. Oh, oh, yeah. They weren't in it. Which Slimer which which huge. ones? <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, did you which did you ones? see that April Fool's joke? I almost lost my shit. Then I looked at the date. It was like answer the call too, and I was like, oh my, oh, and then, my and god. Then, like, I saw it on Facebook, and then I like went into the comments, and everyone's like, look at the date, and I was like, oh, it's instantly oh. triggered an entire <laughs> <laughs> the entire population of Earth. But besides um besides Ghostbusters, like having like Slimer and like having well, everybody in there, you know what I mean? Like, it would be really cool to see, like, Rick and Morty and stuff like that. And oh, yeah. Like, could... to bring it a little bit more current. And oh, have... yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have them in the back, or the portal, at least. Yeah. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, at yeah. least at least somebody with a portal gun, like, you know, jumping down. But yeah. yeah. Or even a portal reference. I don't know. Fuck, man, there's a yeah. lot. There's a lot. Yeah. And Dave's having trouble thinking of them. Yeah, I really am. I'm just sucking I would have... 
I would have gone with another, like, either giant monster or giant robot. Because yeah. um, a huge part of the book, again, and the one thing I really felt was missing, and it's only apparently because they couldn't get the rights, yeah. was Ultraman. Mm. Um, I just love the whole shing. But, like, like, how can you everything... not get the rights to Ultraman? Who's using it? I don't know. I read it on Wikipedia that the whole reason they even bothered with Iron Giant was because the rights to Ultraman were tied up. Um, I'm kind of glad then. J- Japan is weird like that. Like, Godzilla has been really owned by the same people for over 50 years, and, like, they still have trouble licensing him out for some reason. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if they didn't get Mecha Godzilla, I would have been really upset. Because yeah. him being, like, the final boss was super cool in the book. Um, I don't want to reuse my same answer from last week, but you know me, I love a good Galactus. Mm-hmm. So seeing him as maybe a player avatar, like, come stomping in near the end <laughs> could have been kind of neat um the cloverfield monster no that's something else that's cool um that would be cool maybe gamera who knows how about just like godzilla well you already have mecha yeah but you still got some on there anyways i mean i don't know i guess you, you can't tell down. me there's one avatar on there that's been like hey i have a godzilla there's a mecha godzilla yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. But I mean, you know, like they had a whole bunch of other giant that. stuff that looked really good. Like King Kong looked awesome at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, unless I'm alone in that sense. Robotech reference, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know something like the Gundam was a great choice. You could have had an Ava. Yeah. You know. Oh, um, that'd be sick. Something big, you know. In the you know we were just talking about this at the beginning of the show, but. Uh, the robot, there, there's a part in the, in the book where they do a trial and they get to pick a giant robot. Mm. And that's where Sorrento gets Mechagodzilla. Um, Parzival picks Leopardon, which is the giant Spider-Man robot oh, from yeah. the Japanese Spider-Man yeah, show. Yeah. That would have been cool to see, too. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, more giant stuff. Ooh, they the did USS giant Enterprise. stuff really good in that's this a, that's, movie. A, that's a choice. That's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dude, the USS Enterprise? Damn, that's, that's a good reference. Yeah. So from the chat, while Dave's kind of thinking. No, um, I got my answer, but go ahead. We have Ash Ketchum. We have uh, Soul Get a Guy Adam. Good to see you again, man. Uh, we have him saying Ash Ketchum or Chris Redfield. Ooh. Um, and then we have Omni T-Wolf. Uh, well, welcome. I'm, I don't recognize that name. So welcome, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to being immortalized on the internet. Um, said needed Robotech reference or Digimon. Like, how awesome would that be to have, like, a, a Greymon or a Skull Greymon, like, barreling through that? Sega Saturn. That would have been really cool. Um, and we also uh, have Rurutu. I always get trouble with his name. I'm sorry. He's what is it? Rurutu. Oh. Rurutu. Right? Yeah, sure. He's going to be like, no, it's this. I'm never coming back again. Yeah. Uh, saying, which is what you guys were talking about, the USS Enterprise. That would have been a really, really cool one. Uh, also, Sega Saturn Shinra. Ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Predator. Predator. Oh. Nice. Classic. That's what I would be. I would just be cloaked all the time. Yeah. Show up every now and then, fuck with people, and then, like, disappear again. That's awesome. Um, Serge, did you go? I don't think you went. Oh, yeah. Did you see the podcast? We'd be in it. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. Oh, I totally We're not, we're not fictional. We're not fictional characters. How do you know that? How do they know that? Yeah. Right? Just gone. <laughs> they, they know that because we haven't done an episode with future Greg and Radio Jones <laughs> sitting in the hot seat over here. Oh I would definitely like yeah. more more anime characters. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. in front of the world. That's they had the good. motorcycle from Akira. They did. They yeah. had the motorcycle. I from swear to God, they had Spike's ship from Cowboy Bebop chilling in the back of uh, H's like, garage. Yeah. I, I want to say that was like, the ship. Oh, you, you know what would have been amazing, though, is to see like Navi from. 
like Legend of Zelda. You know, yeah. You know, oh, dude. Like just one running around just said, listen. <laughs> that would have been it for me. I would have been like, okay. Hey, listen. That would have been awesome. That would be dope. Uh, I would have loved if they had um, the uh, the cross gun from Trigun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been, been fucking awesome. Did we get any Buster Sword action from Final Fantasy? No, we didn't. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Cloud, was Cl- I didn't see Cloud. So long yeah, giant giant Cloud or Sephiroth in the they, back. But there's so much. Yeah. Right? Like that, like even if they were in there, like you could have passed it by, I guess. Yeah. Like you got to see yeah. this movie more. Gremlins? I don't remember if Gremlins were yeah, in there. I don't know if Gremlins there. were in there either. No. Yeah, yeah. No, no Doctor Who stuff either. Yeah, it was very fuck? interesting. No Tardis, no Tardis at all. Not even like, not even a, a fucking Dalek. Like, at least it's or a Cyberman yeah. or something. I didn't even see Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, no they, Disney they even stuff. Even of War. Like, what the hell? Come on, <laughs> get some, get some. I mean, that would have been awesome to see like Winnie the Pooh running across with like Chocobo. Oh, I, I think there was a Chocobo. I want to say there was. Yeah, I think there was. I think there was. Chocobo. Was there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there was. What I'm surprised at since we had like Overwatch characters, Blizzard was like definitely had a part of it, like some characters from like StarCraft. Well, we, we had a Overwatch character. A Overwatch character, right? Yeah, the most popular character. one. Yeah, it's funny because there's all these Battle oh, that's right, characters the and that's like right. one oh, yeah. Rainer. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of them actually. Or no, there was at least one. Yeah. Need a light? Um, I'm going to say John Wick. Why wasn't John? Like, I'd love to see my I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking John Wick. Uh, the John Wick. Neo. Neo. How Sorrento kills the yeah, dog. Yeah. Ooh, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, have some... Uh... Ghibli. Yeah, some Ooh, Ghibli. Ghibli yeah. in there. Some Ghibli characters. Mm-hmm. That would dope. I'm just like looking at all my pop figures now. <laughs> Cheating. So I didn't see Dragon Ball Z stuff. No. Like you, th- you would have figured at least a scouter. Yeah, I would have loved to just see Krillin exploding in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or if, he, or if Parzival yeah, did a Kamehameha instead of a Hadouken at the end of the that movie. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I thought was coming, and then yeah. it didn't charge it up long enough. Yeah. It didn't last for forty minutes, so I was like, oh, it's not, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah they were they're trying to make the movie shorter, not longer. That's why they didn't do like a, a spirit bomb at the end. <laughs> no, that's why there's no Dragon Ball Z in there. <laughs> Oasis. Give me your energy. <laughs> that would have been so dope. good. That would have been pretty dope. So yeah. good. That would have been horrible. That would have made it at least a forty-five minute longer movie. Get some like Ronin warriors up in there. Oh, I forgot about Ronin, Ronin warriors. warriors. Dynasty dude. warriors. Oh, Dynasty, Dynasty warriors. warriors. There's so many things. All right, I'm glad we got some Shenmue. Cactor. <laughs> and and since that word is rambling now, everyone knows that that means we are officially Woo! out of time. Uh, I want to thank everyone so much for hanging out for issue number 140 of the Bad Cody Fucking Podcast. We talked about Ready Player One. I remember if you tuned in at the end or if you're uh, tuning into this on any of the many outlets where this gets uploaded. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts. I'm talking about Google Play. I'm talking about iHeartRadio. I'm talking about SoundCloud. I'm talking about BadCodyFunky.com. I think that's all of it. I think that's the laundry list. Um, you can always catch it live over at twitch.tv slash funky. And you don't even have to really worry about like the timing because like when we hit the live button, we kind of let you simmer to some nice music for a little bit and you get an email notification right to your inbox. Uh, so that's that's really cool. Um, hey, Jason. What? Um, do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Would you... Being an Amazon Prime customer, we always have a bit. I haven't done this bit in a couple of weeks. Being an Amazon Prime uh-huh. customer, wouldn't you just love to support some of your favorite Twitch channels and streamers? I would love that. Yeah. How and, can I do that, Greg? And w- wouldn't it be better if it didn't cost you any extra money? 
Well, yeah, I love saving money. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love giving people money and, and not getting taken out of my own pocket at what the same time. What are you getting time. at? <laughs> so, uh, did you know that if you link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, not only do you get free goodies like uh, free games, free uh, content for all of your Blizzard uh, games like Hearthstone, loot um, boxes, loot boxes for uh, Overwatch. You free also get a free subscription, uh, which is uh, worth, if you were to pay for it out of pocket, five dollars. You get one of those every month, and you can go ahead and just you know give that to whatever uh, great podcast that you happen to like that's live on Thursday nights at <laughs> Eastern Standard Time at Twitch.tv slash Fat Funky. <laughs> so. Um, I thought you'd like to know that little bit of information. Well, thank I don't you. Know if you knew that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, with all of that, guys, we super appreciate everyone for coming in. I just want to kind of go ahead and, and go through the chat and give a quick shout out to Soul Ghetto Guy Adam, to Omni T Wolf, to Burutu, um, to. That's it. That's it. That's everyone. And then <laughs> to, to all these wonderful gentlemen for, for hanging out with us. And remember, everyone, hey. we'll see you next time, or we will see you another time.